Hello and welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, this is Michael Sudhalter, host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast with Cedar Hill ISD. And we have a very special guest. We have Highlands Elementary Principal, Candace Griffin. This is her first year as the principal, as a principal, and also her first year at uh, Highlands Elementary. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be a part of it. Yeah, no, we're honored to have you as a guest here. So, um, like I said in the introduction, um, this is your first year as a principal and also your first year at uh, Highlands and having to do all that during the pandemic. What has that been like? Well, it has definitely been um, interesting, exciting. I can say that no day has been the same. Um, Definitely challenging at times, but definitely an experience that I am enjoying and feeling like I am growing from. Um, Just got to be able to kind of think outside of the box, switch it up. You know, plans are constantly shifting or changing and being able to adjust to that, you know, and keeping student learning in mind, keeping uh, teacher support in mind, so just making sure that everyone is being supported even throughout this process, but still, you know, kind of keeping our foot on the gas and pushing forward and um, getting kids to where they need to be. So how have you been able to make that connection with, um, you know, the scholars, the families, and the staff when... Oftentimes, um, you know, you can't see them in person. Well, I have been fortunate that um, we have a good majority of our students here on campus. Uh, We're at about 70% of our students back on campus, 30% virtual. So that has helped with helping maintain those connections with um, students. We do virtual announcements every morning. So scholars get to see my face every morning for the announcement. They get to see our counselor's face for announcements in the morning. So that has created um, some connection and at least the kids knowing who I am, you know, because we're not as likely to be in the classrooms and, you know, interacting as much as we would before. That definitely still happens, but not as much as it would, you know, in our normal setting prior to that. But I think those things have created connections and it's really trying to emphasize the things like our house system and our house colors and making those events fun virtually pulling students in so they can feel a part of you know the highlands culture and highlands experience so um i know you said they're 70 percent now but like earlier in the year when more kids were doing virtual was that a challenge for you Um, It definitely was a challenge, but I think it was just more of a challenge to get creative. And that was through either emails, you know, we were still doing our daily morning announcements. Even when we had like our house color reveal, we tried to have our virtual students online during that was coming on. Teachers had their, you know, phones available and they were popping their balloons um, for their colors. So it's just more of a connection like we said, either virtually or in Google Meets classrooms, um, that has been what has been going on and really trying to make the information to parents 
available um, to them so they know what's going on and getting their input either through surveys, things like that, to see how we can you know, support them better. Okay, so you talk, you talked about the different houses. Tell me more about that. So we have a house system here at Highlands where we have uh, different colors and the students are part of the different house colors. So we did a little revamp this year to help with our COVID situation. And so basically each class um, was selected, well not selected, randomly selected for a house color and their teachers got to pop a balloon and the confetti came out with their house color. So we're using that to kind of build morale, um, also create, you know, unity and teamwork across the grade levels. We update the points on the morning announcements. Um, the last house winners was the Blue House. Ms. Griffin is part of the Blue House, represent for the Blue House. And um, we won the last time, and so now the students are working for who's going to be the next house winner. We have included, um, like, our CBAs, our map data. We have put that in there as incentive for you can earn points for your house if you meet the standard, if you're showing growth. So really infusing academics and, like, that character building into our house system, I think, has helped to create um, a pretty positive culture with the students, and they are into it. Even our teachers are into it. You know, it's always like a little rivalry. We have it posted on the walls. We announce it, like I said, in the mornings, and students are always asking, who's going to win next? What's going to be the next party? What's going to happen? So it's been pretty cool. So was that something that you brought to Highlands, or was it here already? They already had a house system here at Highlands. We just had to do a little revamp. We uh, lessened the colors. Um, we had to do some different uh, changes of it because we couldn't meet all together like we did last year. So we kept the house colors within the classroom so it was easier to give rewards and things for the students. We got them some pom-poms with their colors on it. So just keeping that um, momentum going with that house system has really helped with our with our culture and then just our teachers hands down just being positive and just really still pushing the kids to get them where they need to be and being all in to the different initiatives and things that are going on this year um really you know the teachers are the real mvps as we would say um because they're just really working hard and really trying to get um try to maintain a little bit of normal even in this crazy abnormal year so how many houses are there? There are five houses. We have the red house, the blue house, the purple house, the yellow house, and the green house. So does it kind of motivate the, the scholars and the staff to, you know, do better because of that competition within the campus? Yeah, you know, everybody always loves a friendly competition. Um, even the adults in the building enjoy that. We had some uh, house color things at the beginning of the year that we did even through our uh, – teacher prep time or like our in-service time and the teachers really got into it we have some rewards for the teachers you know the adults can earn points for their house by adult participation in different events and things after school so we had um one of our events was uh, dance the size on the blacktop and so we had an event where we were all outside um, we invited some of our parents to come out and you know, we had a little dance event as a little exercise, and, you know, we were able to social distance outside and bring in the community and bring some of the students in, and uh, people got points for, you know, if they had somebody from their house of represented there, they earned points from that, so 
that has definitely been helpful in creating that, you know, unity on campus and trying to just motivate ourselves through this time. So how did you decide to become an educator? Well, um, I have always wanted to do this. Um, I have a, you know, passion for youth as well as um, I've always worked in like our Title I schools and um, populations that, um, you know, represent who I am and some of the things that I face in the world. So I felt like that was important to be able to be a part of that for for students. So it kind of started early. Um, you know, initially I was like, maybe I want to be a child psychologist. And I was like, mm, probably not. So I switched over to like the education um, arena. And that's just kind of how it how it started and here now uh 12 years later um we love it i think that it's just something new every single day i can i've out of all 12 years every single day is completely different and so that's exciting and you know just the interactions with the students the interactions with the teachers uh parents and just the overall energy of a school is energy that's like no other no other workplace what about um as far as so you grew up in um atlanta georgia and then you went to uh, florida a&m how did you decide to move to texas so my initial undergrad degree is actually in business administration because my initial goal was like i want to have my own performing arts school um, you know, like dance, singing, all of those things. So I was like, oh, you know, stick to business. <clears throat> but clearly, obviously, you need to know the workings or interactions within a school building to run a school building. So after graduation, I worked um, at a school as like your business manager. And then from there, I was like, I need to go back and get my uh, certificate for teaching. So I applied to different alternative certification programs all over um, the country basically and was ready to move and I got into one in Dallas and I took the leap of faith and ended up here in Dallas and I've been here now for like I said 12 years. Was there anyone like when you were young that influenced you or impacted you to um, become an educator? Um, I think that my uh, elementary teacher um, I had an assistant principal in high school. Her name was Miss Patterson. We called her Miss P. She was just so friendly. She was just a cool assistant principal. She was always around. You know, she gave us advice. You know, I really connected with her. And I feel like that interaction was definitely something where I felt like it was such a positive interaction. And it just, we just had so much fun. It was just the experiences that we had at school that I enjoyed. And so it carried over into wanting to create those same experiences for the students. Okay, and then so you taught in the classroom for um, for several years. What did you teach? So I started off in elementary in fifth grade, then I moved to fourth grade, um, and then I did some uh, reading interventionist work at a charter school, sixth through eighth grade. Did some work at um, a middle school, seventh grade, and then um, moved into like instructional coach and um, AP, and here I am this year as a principal. So I started in elementary, went to middle school, and now I'm back at elementary. 
Well, like, when you were teaching, did you always know that you wanted to get into administration? Um, ultimately, yes, because, like I said, ultimately my, you know, thoughts and plans are, you know, to be able to have that fine arts experience or even just being able to lead a campus because you get to expand into so many different areas on so many people that you can influence. That portion was definitely exciting as well. So what is it like being a principal as opposed to like when you were a teacher or an assistant principal? Is there anything that can really prepare you to be a principal? Um, I think what prepares you to for any job really is when you do it. Um, so stepping into those shoes is definitely different than, you know, outside looking in. But I think um, for sure the time in the classroom is definitely needed because that's where you get your instructional base and ultimately even as a principal the main goal is to make sure that we are having quality instruction that teachers are supported students are supported because we want them to be reading on grade level we want them to have those instructional experiences and so having that foundation in knowing what instruction looks like is definitely i feel like key to um were part of the key to moving into something like being a principal as well as my other leadership experiences like AP and, you know, instructional coach and really just trying to get better at uh, being a servant leader and just really trying to serve the needs of your teachers and your students and your parents and figuring out what's the best way to do that. Well, I know you talked about the um, house system that I know you said works really well. Um for the campus, but what are some of the other things that make uh, Highlands unique in your opinion? Well, I definitely know that our bilingual program makes us unique. We're one of the, well, we are the only one in the district that has um, that bilingual portion and that bilingual program. So it just offers a nice, um, diverse uh, feeling or interactions between the students here campus we have lots of different you know cultures and people and students so we just get a nice mix of everything okay so you're about maybe a little more than halfway through this first year as principal 2021 or 2020 2021 um what are some of your goals you know the rest of uh this school year so our goals definitely um well, one, we want all of our students to at least make one year's worth of growth. So that is definitely one of our goals here on campus, as well as just having an environment and a culture that is cohesive and um, just unity. So our motto has been unleashing new opportunities. Um, we are UNO, so really just pushing that and everybody working together and creating a team so that we can just continue to move forward and get better. Okay, and then um, going into 2021-22, um, do you have any um, goals or plans for that upcoming school year? So next year we want to um, continue the work that we are doing as professionals and teachers in the building on uh, getting better at our craft of teaching and delivering excellent instruction so that we can continue to move more and more kids closer to um, 
being at grade level, um, more and more students feeling confident in their academics, more and more students just feeling confident as, you know, people and human beings, um, more and more students just feeling comfortable in their social and emotional aspects. So just building all the students up and continuing to push towards that and having even more growth, having even more students meeting the standard, um, having more connections with our parents and the community, um, offering, you know, bringing in some of those extracurricular activities to provide that for our students and just really continuing to make the experience of school something that kids will remember and talk about. You know, I tell the staff and I often tell people, you know, I don't necessarily always remember all of the academics from school, but I remember the experiences. I remember, you know, how it made me feel, the friends that I made, the the trips that I might have taken, the things that I experienced in school that I, you know, that I take away the most for me when I think about think about school. Okay, and then um, I know you've worked in other districts prior to coming to Cedar Hill. What do you think makes uh, Cedar Hill ISD unique? Cedar Hill ISD is unique um, in the fact that it is. It feels like a like a close knit family. Kind of has that vibe of we're family here and we help each other out. Um, all of the elementary principals, really all of the principals in Cedar Hill, have really um supported me in some type of way so i really appreciate that portion i feel um like i can go to them with questions i can go to them with my thoughts and that is always helpful in any work environment especially you know being new to a role or position and even more so during a pandemic you, you need people to to talk to and ask questions and bounce ideas off of so that has definitely been something that I have enjoyed here in the district. Okay. Well, is there anything else you would like to add? Um, no, I've been excited um, working here in Cedar Hill. Um, it has really been, so far, a great experience with all of the teachers here at Highlands. Um, I cannot sing their praises enough. Like, they have been working so hard. Um, they've had to have so many new things on their plates this year, and they have really handled it with such, you know, grace and um, just overall just excellence and really trying to push kids forward even despite, you know, all that they have going on. Because my teachers, you know, they have families, they have kids, they have, you know, responsibilities, but they still are very committed to the students and they're committed to our goal and really have welcomed me into the school and just really um it's just been a good experience it's been a good experience it's been a challenging experience it's been um experiences i feel like i've grown a whole lot in just these last um couple of months so i hope that the students feel that way and the teachers feel that way but it has definitely been so far so good and i'm just Looking forward to the rest of the journey. Okay, well, thank you so much, uh, Principal Griffin. Um, it was great to have you on the podcast and to learn about Highlands Elementary. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. And like our um, motto says, unleash new opportunities every single day because we are Uno. All right, thank you very much. Thank you.